Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Friends Fantasy Benefits Baseball Podcast. I am Justin Mason, lead fantasy writer and analyst for FriendsFantasyBenefits.com. Joining me on this episode is Matt Thompson. Matt, how you doing? Dude, you're getting Adele. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Two on the dad jokes the last two pods. <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite teams to do, uh, largely because it's got my favorite prospect. My favorite prospect right. for a pretty long time at this point, so... Uh, we're talking about the Angels and, and my boy Joe Adele. Uh, before we do, we'll uh, remind everybody to reach Matt on Twitter at MDTOPFWFB, me on Twitter at Justin Mason FWFB. Uh, but let's just jump right into it because Joe Adele has been my dude for quite a while. I wish I had more shares in Dynasty Leagues, but I, unfortunately I don't. Uh, so, But tell me, when when do you expect to see him this year and – uh, what should fantasy players expect? I hope he gets the Lewis Robert treatment with that kind of contract. That'd be nice. Um, but there's a, he had some concerns last year with in, injuries. Remember the horrific thing in spring training where he pretty much blew up his ankle, right? And getting back into the bag at second base, that kind of didn't he delayed his start. He didn't get to Double A um, until like June, I believe, May or June. So it was a, it was an abbreviated stint for sure. Uh, we saw him in the AFL to make up some of that lost time. Uh, has some contact issues in the P- PCL, sixty four percent contact rate. Uh, that's troubling in that environment. And his offensive numbers in AAA didn't really pop as they should. Uh, he performed okay in the AFL. Had some strikeout issues there too. But uh, he he's a different kind of athlete. Uh, makes the game look easy. Um, he's one of those guys that doesn't look like he's moving at full speed, like glides. Um, it's it's an impressive overall profile. He's a big, strong kid, wiry strength, uh, real down-to-earth, awesome kid. Uh, in the dugout, kind of talking with him before that official interview, and he's just he's so down-to-earth and just happy to be given the opportunity to, to, to do that. A lot of other top prospects could have, you know, not – done that uh could have not wanted to go to the afl or or could have uh not 
took the time out to talk to people because Joe Adele has interview requests every AFL game he goes to because he's Joe Adele, right? He was the top prospect in that league. Um, and if you have if you have a chance to go to the AFL, please do it because it's outstanding. Um, yeah, yeah. I think last year was our first, both of our first times, and I I'm gonna have to try to figure out a way to get back to this year. Um, Me too. Yeah, I, I wish it wasn't scheduled right around my daughter's birthday, but uh, mm. yeah, yeah, I'll have to figure it out. And, and hopefully, my wife will let, will will have a six month old, so I don't know if that's going to fly. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I like Adele. I think he's a thirty to thirty five homer bat at peak. Um, his batting practice displayed in the Future Stars game was or the Fall Stars game was impressive. I was on the field for BP. Uh, I have a bunch of Periscope videos of the batting practice, so I'll try to find those. Uh, I don't know how to get the old Periscopes, but I'm sure there's a way to do it. Um, I'll have to find those out. Uh, probably going to steal 15 to 20 bags. He's got that kind of speed. He hasn't translated that into games yet, but I do think that's actually going to come a little bit later with him, which is a weird thing to say because it typically doesn't work that way. Um, again, there's a good chance it doesn't, but I think he's got that kind of, of, of uh, ability. He's a plus runner. The one thing I'm not as optimistic on is I'm not sure he's going to hit much higher than 260, 270 because there is significant swing and miss to the game, but he's got enough secondary skills and I to, to make up for it. And he's, not, he's a good defender in the outfield, but he's not a plus defender in the outfield, so... He's not as dynamic of an athlete as, say, like a Lewis Robert is, but I think he's got more translatable power. Um, and obviously, you don't have to worry about playing center, but I think he can be an above-average right fielder, and I, he, we're probably going to see him around, what, April 23rd? My, same time we saw Vlad this year. Probably the same time we see Adele, as long as he stays healthy, and as long as he performs in that two- or three-week stretch in AAA. I know that typically shouldn't matter, but we're going to need to see him in spring training making contact at a better clip and see him in, in the PCL performing. Uh, my number two guy is a guy that I did a complete 180 on in the AFL, too. Um, Brandon Marsh. I think it's fair to say he was one of the most impressive players out there. Um, constantly hitting line drives everywhere, barreling balls up, hitting balls through the hole, pulling tough lefties or hitting the ball to left field, excuse me, going the other way against tough lefties, uh, hitting velocity, hitting off-speed stuff, running, making strong defensive plays. He was doing everything. Flashed his entire skill set in the, in the AFL and was one of the premier players. Was a two-sport high school athlete um, before signing in as a second-round pick in 2016. He's battled so many injuries. Uh, in 2018, he finally had a – a year where he had over 400 at-bats. It's the only one he's had since, and uh, he showed strong walk rates. Contact leaves a little bit desired, but his contact rate took a big spike up this year. Um, I really think he's a plus defender in the outfield. He's the best center fielder in the organization, and I think when he comes up, the smart thing would be to do would be to move Trout to a corner and let Marsh play center. I don't know if it's going to work that way because teams tend to – you know, bend over backwards for the veteran guys, and as they should, right? Because it's just how it works. But if they're out trying to optimize their their game, it'd be Adele in left because the arm. You put put Marsh in center because he literally has the whole package. And then you stick Trout in right field, or switch Trout and Adele, either one. 
that's probably how you do it if you want to optimize everything. But Brandon Marsh is a stud, and uh, I have completely flipped on his profile, and I couldn't be more in love with the kid after watching him play in the AFL. Uh, Jordan Adams, probably the best athlete in all the minor leagues. Uh, a four-star football recruit at the University of North Carolina, and there's also that video of him in high school doing a windmill 360 dunk over like two other kids. So he's just a. Uh, it has to be, imagine being that good at something, or you could at any any sport you can just take the field or the court and be the dude. Like that's got to be such a feeling, and uh, that's where Adams is. I saw him play this year in the Midwest League. Um, really good contact rate, really good walk rate. Easy speed. He does. He was. It just looks. He looks like he's not running, but you get run times that are seventies. It's crazy to watch Adams. Uh, he's an eighty grade runner when he was actually underway. Jailbreak speed. He's an eighty grade runner. Uh, he should be a stolen base guy, a stolen base impact guy. Probably steal thirty bags um, if once he gets on figures out the finer things of that. Because, again, raw athletes like this, once he finally focuses on one sport, he's going to pop, right? Uh, tough environment this year in Midwest League, but he performed fairly well, uh, really well, actually. Uh, went to the Cal League and hit for more power, which is not a surprise, but the hit tool kind of fell apart a little bit in high A in a small sample. I expect him to go back there this year. And Adams is a guy I'm watching because I think he's going to pop. I think he's going to be an average – a batting average asset in the future, around 270, 280. I think he's going to hit 20 home runs, and I think he can steal 20 bags. And uh, Jordan Adams is an exciting player to watch going forward. Uh, my next angel is going to be Jeremiah Jackson and his 30 homer upside. I just don't know about the hit tool. Um, and the athleticism is there. I don't think he's six or short. He's probably a third baseman. Got some strikeout issues to go with the profile, but he's going to hit 30 homers, I think, at peak. I just don't know what the average will be at that time. Patrick Sandoval is a guy that I really like to grab that fifth starter profile, fifth starter spot for them this year. He's a guy I liked a lot going into last year when they got him from the Astros. Um, He came up last year, didn't perform well, but I don't expect many young kids like him to come up and do well in this environment. But I think he'll be better this year. Uh, It's a deep arsenal. He's got elite fastball command that he's displayed up until this point. And I think, I know the guys at pitcher list like him a lot too, which is backs up what I'm telling you. Cause I, I was on him last year and it's, he made his debut in August. Um, didn't he struck out enough guys. He had a 25% K rate, uh, but he walked guys at about 11, 11% clip, gave up home runs at an unsustainable 21% homer for five ball rate. Uh, 93 mile an hour fastball, which is above average for a lefty, uh, swinging miss change up, uh, a slider is kind of his fourth pitch and his curveball is a high spin offering, um, that misses bats. So I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive on Sandoval and I think he's worth a late flyer. Um, he has a good durability track record, which is something angels pitchers typically don't have probably because he didn't come through the angel system, right? Cause he came through Houston. Um, I think overall in the future, the command is going to be above average, but it lacks right now. Um, but I think if you let him learn on the fly and if he has a big spring, I think he's going to break camp with them. So I'm a big Sandoval guy. Um, I think he's the long-term number four and a same for fantasy because of his ability to miss bats. 
Um, Kyron Paris is an athletic uh, middle infield prospect from this year's draft that they were able to grab. Um, trying to find my notes. He's a toolsy six foot one sixty five. Uh, good quality defense, uh, contact oriented speed uh, approach. Uh, he's got some gap, gap power. Um, has a good understanding of the zone. Needs to grow into the home run power. Probably a 15 homer guy. Probably 15 to 20 steals and a strong batting average is kind of the plan uh, there. Uh, Jack Kochanowitz, I think that's how you pronounce it, is one of the underrated um, prep arms from this year's draft. Didn't pitch after getting signed. I really like the mix here. I think he's a potential number three starter that nobody's talking about. You can get him for a song in your first-year player draft, and that's the guy that I'm targeting. Uh, Deshaun Knowles is an athlete out of uh, the, Bahama, the Bahamas, and uh, he's raw beyond his even even younger baseball-wise than his age says he is. He's got so many swing and miss. Doesn't really uh, control the zone well, but he can run, and he's got projectable power, so he's the guy I'm going to buy. Errol Vera is another long-term investment here. He's an international kid that they signed. Uh, so he's a name to file away for a slightly later date. Uh, Jamai Jones is still around. Um, prospect circles. I'm not a fan. Uh, he did change his hands placement a little bit this year, which is encouraging because he needed to. Contact issues are getting better. Um, he kind of, well, I shouldn't say better, more consistent. Back to back to 28, 17 levels. Uh, he kind of dipped down a little bit, and he came back up after repeating double A this year. Um, probably an outfielder. I don't know how well he plays at second base. It might be kind of a fringy second base profile. Uh, Jose Soriano is a potential back end starter, but he's got some upside here because he does miss bats and he's stingy with the walks. So maybe he can have a couple seasons where he over pitches his skis a little bit and, uh, can harness some of that fastball. I mean, he can rear back and touch 98, but he primarily works 92, 94, uh, good curveball feel needs to, be more consistent with it, but it's a swing and miss pitch when he's going right. Uh, and changeup is kind of non-existent right now. If he can get that to come back, he's going to be a nasty guy to deal with. Chris Rodriguez, if I could wish health on any pitching prospect in the majors, is probably this guy. Um, 2017 is his career high in innings, and he pitched 57. Uh, his draft year, he threw 11 innings as a prep kid out of Florida, uh, Florida high school, through 11 innings. Uh, in 2017, like I said, he threw 57. I uh, missed all of 2018, and in 2019, he was limited to nine innings. He had a back injury. Um, took all of his year at high A. I expect him to go back to high A, but when he's healthy, he can miss bats. Uh, he's a little bit effectively wild in the sense he's going to walk a lot of guys as he does it, but he should miss bats, and it's interesting enough profile on itself. That I hope he gets some health there. Trent DeVoe, uh, another kid out of the Bahamas. Uh Decent walk rates, but the contact rate is abysmal. Um, he has a speed and mostly speed threat, has some power, but it's going to be nothing if he doesn't make more contact. Aaron Hernandez, which is an unfortunate name, uh, he was in the Fall League. Uh, fall League, he was working in low 90s, but I've read some reports that he can sit 93, 95, which we did not see in the Fall League. He can touch 97, which we did not see in the Fall League. Uh, fall League, he was touching 94. Five, I think sitting 91, 93, maybe even 89 at times. Um, I don't know if he's working on something there or what, but uh, he's throwing more strikes, which is an improvement there, and he's actually had a strong year as a strike thrower this year. 
So hopefully that carries over. And last guy is Luis Madero. Well, I'll stick in the last guy. Luis Madero, three-pitch mix for a righty, 6'3", 175, ideal frame. Got some physical projection. Um, not a big bat misser, more of a ground ball, weak contact guy. And then the last guy is your cautionary tale, Kevin Maiton. Um, still around, still somewhat of a prospect. No, he's not going to be the generational guy that he was unfairly dubbed. Um, but he still has some usefulness. I think he's still a 25, 30 homer bat potentially. Uh, if he gets the body in check, uh, he's just going to be a low walk rate guy and probably might have a year or two where he doesn't get on base at a 300 clip, but he's going to hit home runs. So I don't know if that profile plays nowadays anymore. I, but, uh, Kevin, my can be that. But um, Angel system is is athlete it up. It's one of the most athletic systems in the minors. And um, if I needed to play basketball with baseball prospects, I would probably draft from the Angels system. That would probably be one more beneficial. Okay, one more. One more arm. Sorry, I, I just wanted to mention Robinson Pena because I have an interesting stat. I don't know much about him. He's more of a touch-feel guy with inconsistent velocity readings, but there was one pitcher in the minor leagues that struck out Juan Franco multiple times, and it was Robinson Pino. So uh, take that for what it's worth. That's pretty impressive, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You got to hope. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to like in this organization. I'm a big fan of Adele. I'm a big fan. uh, I mean, obviously, I've been talking about Adele for a number of years and how much I love him uh, pretty much since being drafted. Uh, Jeremiah Jackson is an interesting guy if he can get uh, the strikeouts and the hit tool under control. Uh, Adams Adams and Marsh are both really, really interesting. I've got a lot of shares of Marsh. uh, Yeah, good. uh, He's a guy I think that's going to pop up draft boards and uh and prospect list yeah if those if those contact gains are real he's going to be a major league contributor this year so that's something to look for one more guy um alexander ramirez is an international guy from this 2019 class um and our my guy uh, Ju- alex juicy jensen who works for us over at prospects live one of our best writers and a guy's up in, he lives in the northwest um he put a lofty comp on Ramirez. He did the proper caveats that uh, he might not, you know, a lot of things need to break right, but he's a future 40-homer Eloy Jimenez-type bat. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty so, awesome. Yes, long way away. Obviously just signed this year, so 16, 17 years old, so we're still, <laughs> still a long time away, but that's a name to file away in your first-year player draft because he's going for basically free. All right. Well, that's going to do it for me and Matt. Uh, you can reach Matt on Twitter at MDTOMPFWFB. You can reach me on Twitter at Justin Mason FWFB. Uh, you can read all of Matt's stuff over on Prospects Live, uh, as well as Friends Fancy Benefits. You can read all my stuff, Friends Fancy Benefits, Fangraphs, and TGFBI.com. So that's going to do it for us. For Matt and myself, thank you for listening. Have a fantastic baseball season. Follow